Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy Billington from This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast, and the radio station proud to bring you full match commentary of every Scarborough Athletic game, home and away, on our sister service, This Is The Coast Extra. This podcast is brought to you in association with the winning team at Northeast Security Shutters. Coming up this episode, we speak to Chris Machin, sports therapist at Scarborough Athletic. So it's been... A really tough couple of months, actually, with games every Saturday and Tuesday for much of the last couple of months. Has it taken its toll on the players? We'll speak to Chris and find out. And we'll also find out how the team is feeling as we get to the business end of the season. We've got some huge matches coming up. Every game huge at the moment at Scarborough. Try and keep themselves in that hunt for a playoff place in National League North in the 2023-24 season. And we'll also put some focus on the Scunthorpe United game this weekend. Remember, it's a one o'clock kickoff on Saturday. If you've got your tickets, don't be turning up at 10 to 3, will you? Because you'll have missed it all. And we are being very positive this episode. So we've been asking this question in the Scarborough Athletic Supporters page on Facebook. Give me your one reason why every Borough fan should actually be feeling great right now. Lots of comments. I mean, loads of comments, dozens of comments. So we're going to read those out during episode 37 of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC. Huge numbers as well for the downloads for the Sea Dogs podcast. Three or four thousand downloading each episode now. So thank you so much for your support. A reminder, you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Spotify, on iTunes, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, just before we speak to Chris Machin, we will be previewing Scarborough versus Scunthorpe in a bit. We'll also hear the thoughts of uh, Borough boss Jonathan Greening uh, after the defeat against Gisborough midweek and uh, looking ahead to Scunthorpe this weekend. Uh, but firstly, if you can bear to hear it, here's the moment that Scarborough went out on Tuesday night. I was doing full-match commentary and I had the former Premier League referee Jeff Winter sat alongside me. Uh, interesting to get his thoughts following the, the Gisborough win on that match and also his thoughts on Scarborough's chances this weekend. Here's Luca Colville then stepping up left footed and it's saved and Gisborough go through. Scarborough are out of the North Riding Senior Cup. And it's you've got to say well done to, to Dean who's actually saved three of those five penalties there including one spectacular save from the Lewis Maloney penalty. Well, certainly not the best penalty shootout I've seen, but um, and not the result I was expecting tonight. And obviously, I think I'll be banned because that's twice I've been to see you this season and twice I've seen you knocked out the Cubs. But overall, I think we've got to probably say that over the 90 minutes, Gisborne Town probably edged that, de- yeah. deserved the victory. And uh, a little bit of a blow to the confidence for Scarborough ahead of um, this massive match on Saturday. But they'll have to get that out of the system because, as they say, the the league's the important thing. And Scunthorpe will certainly uh, be a severe test for for Scarborough. The thoughts of former Premier League referee Jeff Winter joined me on Tuesday night at uh, the King George V Stadium. Uh, More on the Scunthorpe fixture coming up in a bit. Chris Machin, sports therapist at Scarborough Fetty FC. Welcome back to the Sea Dogs podcast. We've had you on before. Welcome to episode 37. So how's things going at this stage of the season for you? Yeah, really good. Really good. Part of a, of a really um, settled settled team, coaching team and, and medical department. Um, 
got a really good working relationship with my uh, fellow sports therapist, Becky Cox. So it's, it's always uh, helpful to kind of share the load and share opinions on, on injuries and, and plans to get players back, things like that. You know, how challenging has that been recently then? There's been one or two injuries, hasn't there? Yeah, I mean, it was probably more challenging pre-season because obviously we're trying to get players up to speed and manage, you know, small niggles. But at the start of this season, we obviously had Kula coming back from a, a knee surgery. Wilesy, uh, the same, pretty much the same up. And obviously Jacko um, got a bad knee injury as well. So we were kind of doing three rehabs at the same time and trying to manage them back to uh, get minutes in pre-season. So it was a, it was quite exhausting pre-season. But as it's as the season's gone on, it's um, apart from a few muscle pulls and things like that with Louis with his calf, it's um, it's been reason, reasonably okay. Now, well, let's talk about expectation because, you know, fans, a lot of fans, we've been on a good run in, in December and January, mm. we've been on a really good run and a uh, few not so great results recently. And it's always the case, isn't it? Some fans, uh, you know, expect the world, don't they? Uh, but, you know, how challenging is it when when a club is having to play matches every Saturday, every Tuesday, every Saturday, every Tuesday, you know, and even more often than that, actually, over the Christmas period. It's been relentless for Scarborough, isn't it? You know, we had all those games in hand because of the FA Cup run, and suddenly we've, we've played two or three more games than everyone else, somehow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing, the thing with us is, you know, we've got a, a small squad, so it's um, a real juggling act for the, for the gaffer to kind of shift the, shift the team around and kind of get people playing minutes and you know giving people a rest but there's some people that you know you can't rest so they're doing an awful lot I mean Mon- um, January was just absolutely incredible with with the, the schedule it was just it just seemed non, non-stop it was very much a bit of a ground dog day all of January or end of December and all of January start of Feb so it's um, <laughs> it was it was tough going, that's for sure. And I mean, would it be fair to say that the players might be feeling a little fatigued at this point? Or I know it's really important, isn't it, for Jono that, that his players are, stay as fit as possible, that they eat the right things. It, it is hard because it's not as if they're in every single day training and working on diet. He wants them to to be as fit as as possible, to, so that they can perform as as best as they can. Yeah, true, true. I mean the the. The thing is with um, the gaffer and um, and Ingy, you know, they do their homework on players, and the players they bring in are they're just so professional. The you know they're so hard working, but not only that, you know, they're managing um, a, a job, you know, full time jobs as well. But they'll do the right thing. You know, you know, you'll, you'll often see Louis with his Instagram. He's he's at the gym at four a.m. doing his bicep curls. And um, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then you've got you've got others who uh, who'll do it a little bit different. So Will's a great example of that. He he knows his body to a T, and I think his kind of injury record speaks for itself, really. Um, apart from some, you know, p- 
knocks by other players on, say, his ankle and stuff. He's, he's pretty much been injury-free because he, he manages himself really, really well. As we head into the business end of the season, what, what is the feeling in the camp? You know, you're in there in the thick of it all the time with them. Uh, what, what is the feeling at the moment? Because, of course, it was a disappointing result against Gisborne on Tuesday. Although, part of me does wonder whether that just might be the kick of the backside that, that maybe we need a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... You know, we as a team, we 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 see all the uh, the the comments on social media, and you know, some of them may be a little bit warranted, a lot of them not. Um, but I think I think sometimes you just got to just take a second and just see what the team's actually done, what the team's actually doing. In the last six games, last six league games, we've won two, drawn two, and lost two. You know, if you if you look at it like that, that's not the worst uh, record in the world. And coupled the fact that we are part time with a lot of teams that we play in and around us, like the team that we beat uh, convincingly, Boston, you know, they've got a, a hybrid model where they're in, you know, three times a week. Chester, they're the same. All these teams have got big budgets and, you know, little old Scarborough still keeping up with them. It's about managing our expectations, but also maybe fans in the, in the same breath. Yeah, and, and in fact, on the, this this uh, this episode, the topic is why should Scarborough fans still be feeling great? And there's some really good comments coming in, actually. And you know, when you think about it, ahead of the Scunthorpe United fixture, I mean, who'd have thought a few years back that we'd be playing Scunthorpe United in a league fixture to maybe around 3,000 fans? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, our, fa- our fan base is our... Our energy, so that's why we, we kind of need us all all pushing in the right way, you know, trying to get us over the line. Because you know, I'm a I'm a massive Scarborough fan. Jimmy, Blotty, got Chris Stubbins in now, hardest working man in Scarborough. Um, oh, what's he doing now with the club? <laughs> he's, a, he's he's coming as the uh, conditioning coach, strength and conditioning, and he's been absolutely uh, brilliant um, brilliant addition to the squad. Oh, well, well done to uh, to Chris. Yeah, that, that's good. Will he have the players doing boot camps then at uh, six in the morning <laughs> at P-Zone Park and stuff? Uh, no, not quite. Not quite. But uh, no, he's a real good addition to uh, especially to our, our car school of uh, Blotty Jimmy, myself and Chris up there to training. Yeah, I'd like to touch on that in a bit, actually, just how that management team, the backbone of the, the staff at Scarborough, really are all now very, very much homegrown. More in a moment with Chris Machin. But first... Let's do some of your comments that have come in on this question. Give me your one reason why every Borough fan should actually be feeling great at the moment. I mean, yeah, we might have lost uh, to Gisborough Town in the North Rhine Senior Cup midweek. But things are still really positive, right? Gareth Taylor says, Jono, money in the bank, no debt, playing in town, not having to drive to Britain, getting stuck behind the same old bloke who only did 40 miles an hour every week. Fan zone, ongoing ground developments, slick professional media output, plus loads more. Uh, that's definitely more than one reason, but I'm loving it. Uh, Jamie Tow says, laughing at all the... Can't use that word. Uh, negative comments uh, when we lose a game because something we should never play badly or drop points always raises a smile. Uh, McAllen, we're punching way above our weight in this league. Accept it and enjoy the moment. Andy thought we have a club to be proud of. Excellent management from board down to coaching staff, committed players and a superb team of volunteers. Doing well in the league. If we can just improve our away form, we'll be flying. Accepting our players and management are full-time jobs and may not always be at their peak is an important part of following the borough. Up the borough, says Andy. Uh, Paul Kirsten, excellent manager, financially responsible, great match experience at home. 
togetherness of the team to name a few up the Sea Dogs and uh, Josh Giddings hard to choose one but financially stable is above all for me Scunny find their way out of the league with all their signings yet only recently begging for any financial input from virtually anyone Darlow boost the budget yet still relegation bound Borough remain in a playoff position without all of that uh, thanks for your comments. We'll do some more very, very shortly. Back to Chris Machen. So you touched on, actually, the the, the management team now, and uh, you mentioned how uh, Chris Stubbings, a local lad, is now part of, of that team as well. And I mean, that's the great thing, isn't it? Everyone is very much a Scarborough person through and through. Yeah, we've got a good, a good identity, um, and I think that's what kind of makes us so strong you know everyone everyone's together everyone gets it um like some of the messages that like jimmy puts into the into the the play into the the, the team group um obviously won't say, won't say what he says but it's very inspirational it's very heartfelt and um we, we all we all get it we all get what the fans are striving for and and yeah we just try and we just try and get there but you know might take us a a little, a little bit longer than they maybe anticipate it should, but there's nothing wrong with having ambition. We've got all, all we've all got ambition, but sometimes it just needs to um, put a rein on it. I think. On game day, then, what's your favourite part of the the job? Then, what, what's your what's the, what's the bit you enjoy the most on match day? So I've I've, I've got a bit of a say OCD on game days. I like to get there about an hour early before everyone else turns up and. Um, just get my stuff ready and just kind of have a bit of time, have a coffee, contemplate what's ahead. Because it's, you know, a lot can happen um, during the during the game. So I need to make sure that fully tuned into what's, uh, you know, what's about to happen. You know, whether it's somebody falling ill in the crowd, if there's no paramedics or on site, we might be called over like we were earlier in the season at the Pfizer game. Just getting everything ready, really. Yeah. I like the sound of the birds in the background, by the way. It sounds like you're somewhere quite nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah, just having a little stroll in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Sounds like you've got a menagerie of, uh, of birds there. Yeah, lovely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and do you ever... Um, do you ever have any envy when you see some of the opposing your counterparts on the opposing team? Do you ever think, oh, they've got they've, they've got some good equipment? Do you ever uh, do you ever feel a little jealous, a little envy? Or <laughs> um, I mean, with some of the you know some of the actual full time professional clubs, you know, who'll probably have uh, maybe access to a bit more when it comes to facilities and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, but like the boards are really really good with us. If we ever say, oh, look, we really need this, then. They're usually more than happy to kind of supply us with what we need if um, if it benefits the team. But you know, we we train at good facilities at York St John. When we get to use the the gym, at everyone active for for players who are kind of doing some um, some rehab. Uh, so they set set them off with their plans, things like that. Um, you know, we've got everything we need pitch pitch side and. You know, hopefully we're skilled enough to sort anything out that happens on the pitch. And with opposition physios and medical departments, they've um, they're they're often more more than happy to kind of help out. You know, it goes it goes both ways. I mean, an example of that is when we played um, Forest Green. You know, they were absolutely uh, a brilliant bunch of people. They they had. <laughs> every every bit of uh, medical equipment under the sun with them, uh, which yeah, I was quite envious about what what they had there. But they were very very humble, and you know they were happy to help 
with anything that we that we had uh, that we needed. And when we went down there, they had a full set of paramedics that were basically to sort anything out trauma wise on the pitch. So yeah, that was that was quite a, an eye opener. Yeah, should I say? Yeah, yeah. When you're uh, sprinting on to uh, attend to a player that needs injury, you, you do have a good pace about you. Actually, I've got to say, probably one of the faster ones. You know, sometimes they just uh, <laughs> you, you see the physio, and sometimes they look really out of shape themselves. But you you have a good sprint on, don't you? Do, do you? Yeah. Be, be, do you ever worry that you might just pull a muscle or something on your way over if you if you sprint yeah. that fast? You got to be careful. Listen, listen, that is always a worry. Falling over, falling over in front of uh, two thousand fans is not the best way to uh, spend an afternoon, I tell you. But um, no, it's uh, the quicker I get on, the quicker, or the quicker we, we get on, the, the quicker the, the game can, can get on. And, at, le- um, at least you know, though, uh, you know, being good friends with Andrew, he would never include it into the, in the highlights, would he? He'd make sure it stayed off the highlights. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He might. He might put it to batter me. But you might. You might have to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him if he did. I wouldn't yeah. blame him if he did. To be honest. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, well done with what you do. Um, I mean, it's. You know, I think so many fans don't realise the amount of hours that go into the jobs that, that people like you do at the club. Um, so you know. But, yeah, well I mean, I, I, I do have to say that. It, Without um, Becky Cox, I don't know where I'd be. To be honest, she's such a valuable member of our kind of setup. So it's um, it's a real team effort. Thanks for your time, as always, and up the borough. All right, no worries, bye. And that is Chris Machin, a sports therapist at Scarborough Athletic FC, one of the nicest blokes uh, you could meet. Uh, More of your comments now on reasons why every Scarborough fan should be really feeling great right now at this stage of the season. Uh, Simon Moore simply says, we've got Jono at the wheel. Uh, Reese Jones, despite all the negativity, we're still in a playoff spot. Uh, We're doing a great job uh, with Jono and we aren't Darlow. (laughs) Uh, Lias Chalk, we have a football club and we're playing back in Scarborough. Simple. Uh, We're going up, says John Dolly, feeling very confident. Steve Lansdowne we're still in the playoff places despite recent results we have one of the best managers in the league uh, Richard Oldale financially stable in the middle of a playoff campaign new and improved community provision stadium taking shape and three points coming up on Saturday never had it so good Graham Toyne we have a club to support and it appears to be financially stable to survive Matthew Spate second season in the National League North and seemingly a firm fixture in the top half of the league great progress uh, Kath O'Reilly I love to see all the kids being passionate and getting behind their club. They all look out for each other and love wearing the Borough colours. Paul Broadbent, we can't get relegated this season, realistically. Uh, Rob Smith, because we do like to live beside the seaside. And Joseph Whitehead, the atmosphere at games, home and away, it's just like one big family. Uh, Really great comments. Thank you so much. Peter Hildreth, it's great to see all the Borough merchandise being worn around the town, especially by all the young fans, as they're the future of the club. It's better than seeing colours being worn of the likes of Man United and Man City. Sorry, Paddy. Hey, don't say sorry to me. It's me lad Leo who's the big Man City fan. I do take him to some games when I can, but uh, you know me, Scarborough through and through. I'm only a, I'm a, I'm a one club man myself. And in fact, I got Leo a Scarborough home kit. Um, and he's actually here, aren't you? He's 12 uh, and a half now, 13 this year. And you do wear your Scarborough kit quite often, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Back over in Huddersfield, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And you've brought your FIFA over with you because you're here for a couple of days. And you've just created a team, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Which team is that? Scarborough. There we go, you see? And how are they doing? Uh, you were playing Coventry, weren't you? You put yeah. them in the championship and you were playing Coventry. How did you get on? Uh, they won 4-1. Scarborough won 4-1? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. There we go, you see? So, uh, you might be a Man City fan, deep down, but 
you were born in Scarborough, and in, and here's another thing as well. You always <laughs> get the Scarborough goals on your phone as a notification as well, don't you? Yeah. So really, let's be honest, you are a, you are actually a, a diehard <laughs> big Scarborough Athletic fan, aren't you? <laughs> and you'd love to be going to the Scunthorpe game as well, wouldn't you, uh, tomorrow? Good. Score prediction? 2-1 Scarborough. Yay! Get in! And normally you're very realistic when it comes to scores. You know how well Scunthorpe are doing. Uh, but you think we're going to win? You genuinely think we're going to win 2-1 tomorrow, yeah? Mm-hmm, Excellent. Possibly. Possibly. All right. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. Carry on with FIFA now. Uh, right. Let's round up episode 37 of the Sea Dogs podcast with some Scarborough Athletic uh, news. Now, as we know, Borough crashed out of the North Riding Senior Cup midweek away at Gisborough Town, who, I've got to be honest, I was there watching the game, commentating on the match, and I had Jeff Winter, uh, the former Premier League referee, sat alongside me. And we both agreed, actually, on the balance of play, Gisborough Town did deserve the win. They did really, really well. To a man, they were superb. And, uh, you know, Scarborough definitely had an off night. Didn't really create many chances uh, at all in front of goal uh, Rutledge went through uh, one-on-one with the keeper uh, tried to chip him and it went wide uh, you've got to say the keeper Dean made some fantastic saves in the penalty shootout Gisborough did sky a couple of theirs uh, all of ours were uh, pretty much on target but the keeper did make some great saves but really you'd expect Scarborough to win that game in 90 minutes and of course we didn't uh, speaking to Scarborough Fetty FC shortly after the match Jono was well absolutely devastated with the result to be honest gutted to be honest with you um, dis- really disappointed with the performance we put a real strong team out tonight because we knew it was going to be a difficult game and um to be fair to Gisborough, they deserve to go through. Um, they were better, better than us on the ball. They worked harder than us. They won um, the first and second balls uh, more than us. They wanted it more than us. And um, yeah, it's sad to say, but we warned the boys before the game that you know these are going to be really up for it, um, and um, warned them that it was their cup final to try and knock us out. And um, I thought the whole game, to be honest with you, was tragic. No quality on the ball, no work rate, uh, not winning 50-50s, and um, to say I'm gutted is an understatement, really. But looking ahead to the Scunthorpe fixture this weekend, Jono was more positive. Top opponent, I watched the game against Blythe the other day, um, you know, cruising, won the up, scored two or three more goals, what got called off for um, offside and fouls, which was very... Very harsh on them, to be honest with you. And then Blythe scored in the night six minutes to equalise, but um, probably deserved the win. And then at the weekend, the loss. But um, I watched the game back and they played really well and had some really good chances, which they didn't take. So we know they're a top team, you know, a full time team. Um, obviously, they've got a massive budget as well. And, um, you know, we know from playing them at their place that they were a very good team on the day. So we've got to be wary. But, you know, like I said earlier, we need to pick the lads up. You know, a find of way of getting our performance levels high, as high as they have been recently um, before the last three or four games. And um, with the support of the crowd being our 12th man, hopefully we can, you know, put on a better performance than we have done recently and uh, get a, a better result because, you know, I think results have gone against us in the league today. today so we, we need to start climbing that table up again. So let's look ahead to the Scunthorpe United fixture. 
So as we've said, it is all ticket, and you should have got your tickets uh, by now. You can't just turn up on the day. It is a one o'clock kickoff. Do not forget that a one o'clock kickoff. Scunthorpe currently sits second in National League North, and they've had a, a transfer embargo until recently. That was lifted last week. They have got some signings in since then. They've won just two of their last seven league fixtures. Recent results include defeats at home to Tamworth and Curzon Ashton, while strong with Blythe on the road. And former Borough players Tom Pugh and Cameron Wilson are set to be involved in uh, the Scunthorpe squad. Uh, Will Thornton will be missing after his dismissal against Chester uh, over uh, last weekend. Ollie Dyson, we think, returned to training on Thursday night and could be involved on Saturday. And the Sea Dogs will be looking to keep up their great home record. Now, home fans can access the stadium from 10.45 with the Fan Zone and the Victory Bar open. Uh, the Fan Zone can be accessed quickest via the Borough Gate turnstiles. It's 11.45 for entry for visiting supporters via the swimming pool turnstiles. No alcohol for visiting supporters inside the ground, but of course there are local pubs nearby. In other news, Bailey Gooder has reached 200 appearances for the Sea Dogs and he's been such... Such a wonderful player as well. Always puts in a shift, doesn't he? And in that time, he's enjoyed two promotions, three North Riding Senior Cups, 18 Man of the Matches, and also the Managers, Players and Fans Player of the Season, 21-22. And let's not forget, he scored that winning goal in the playoff final against Warrington Town, one of the greatest uh, games in the, the new club's history. And Scarborough Athletic Community Trust, alongside the football club, are proud to be working with Fostering North Yorkshire. Uh, the club are pleased to share that they've been making use of the season passes that have been kindly donated by fans, children in care, care leavers and foster carers who are part of Fostering North Yorkshire. North Yorkshire Council's not-for-profit fostering service are able to enjoy watching their local team and become part of the fan base, strengthening their sense of community. Another really positive thing uh, that the club is involved with. Right, that's it for episode 37 of the Sea Dogs podcast. Thanks for listening all the way way through don't forget to subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast from we're on spotify itunes and always at this is the coast.co.uk slash podcasts we're brought to you in association with the winning team at northeast security shutters and a reminder if you can't make the scarborough scunthorpe match you can listen to full match commentary starting from just before one on our sister service this is the coast extra this is the coast.co.uk slash extra you can also ask your smart speaker your alexa to launch this is the coast extra or you can download the This Is The Coast app free from the App Store to your mobile phone, to your smartphone, and then uh, open up the This Is The Coast app and then in the menu switch station to Extra for full match commentary. And uh, pleased to report that Ant Taylor, uh, who's been recovering from, uh, from an injured foot, he'll be back on commentary duty. So let's hope we get some screams and cheers and shouts from Ant as the Borough goals go in against Scunthorpe this weekend. That'll be wonderful. And as always, you'll be able to watch the highlights of the game on the Scarborough Athletic uh, YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. We'll be back for episode 38. The home of live Scarborough Athletic coverage. This is the Coast Extra. With Northeast Security Shutters, the winning team for automated gates and garage doors. Visit nestdoors.co.uk. This is the Coast Extra.